0: Welcome to the Donmar on Design Podcast series. I'm David Jays and this is our opportunity to talk in depth with some of the UK's leading theatre designers. Donmar on Design is a festival celebrating the power of design in theatre and the designers who make it happen. Hello, Ian McNeil. Hello, welcome to the Donmar Design Festival podcast. Um, we're in the Donmar music room, which is quite a utilitarian space, but we could imagine that we're anywhere else. And for me, somewhere I would quite like to uh, have in my head is imagining that I'm in, we're lurking on a big, cobbly, dark, drizzly heap of stuff above which is a large house on stilts. Which suddenly throws itself open to reveal a family, a family celebration that is about to be exploded and torn apart um, in ways that they can barely imagine. Because that is um, the picture I carry with me from seeing your uh, fantastic design for an inspector um which may must have been one of the first things of yours I saw. I imagine. Um, and is the most beautiful way in which an idea and a story come powerfully together on stage. Um, I was going to try not to gush, but sometimes you just have to do that. (laughs) Um, So Ian, it is a real joy um, to be here with you, Um, and we're going to talk... um, about the business and the, the, the life of a designer. Um, we're going to talk about some particular objects that have resonance for you. But I wondered if we could start by asking... Clearly, my head is, is full of um, an inspector calls, um, But what's playing in your head at the moment? What are, you, what are you working on? What have you been looking at? What are you thinking about?
1: Um. Uh, well, I'm still doing Angels in America. Um, <clears throat> I tend to, uh, pretty much do one show at a time, which I enjoy very much. And, um, we spent a long time on Angels. Uh, the writer seemed surprised that we spent a year and a half on it, um, but we did. Uh, Surprised because well, exactly, you know, because maybe that's not normal, um, you know. But I I don't, you know, if you, it's, it's, there's seven hours of it, you know, um, (laughs) exactly, and um, and it's, you know, what fun to wrestle with something that's as full of things as that is. Mm. Uh, So we're trying to be inventive and. um, uh about it being in a much smaller space and to not be grumpy about it and mm-hmm. to um to take for myself take a real pride in um the idea that you get to do a, a classic American play on Broadway. Mm. Um and uh I've never done that before. I've done kind of the reverse, you know, Brit yeah. plays on Broadway or American plays in uh, Brit, but yeah. uh, you know, uh, it's a classic play and the playwright's still alive you yes. know, and and I, that's that's sort of joyful, I, I mean it's sort of the best of all worlds because um, working with a live playwright or you know, a, a sort of newish, a new piece of work, obviously one that's never been before is is uh, the most exciting, um, you know and one's work is derived, divided into classics where the writer is dead and New place where the writer's alive, and here is yeah. possibly the best of both worlds. It's yeah. you know, um,
0: and it certainly felt. I mean, I remember seeing that. I saw it twice um, uh, when it was on at the National recently, in the the full day immensity and immersiveness of it, and just that sense of a mighty beast of a play unveiling itself. I mean, you delivered that same Oh, thank you.
1: Yeah, it was. You know, it's. Um, uh, it's sort of worth banging your head against for a year and a half. It really is, and um, it, it sort of it changes its own form practically, and it carves out territory in which it's allowed to be a bit of a mess. Um, but I, you know, but only in a positive way. It sort of breaks itself. The characters have to, to. Allow their lives to break; they don't have a choice. And when sometimes when that happens, the the play seems to kind of fracture and and reform itself. Um, so uh, the the idea of something changing over the course of an evening, of course, you, one always wants to do that. But you know, the play really kind of, I think, uh, wants an expression of that. Well, was the way we chose to do it. So and, uh,
0: and, yeah. and I should say for people who. Haven't seen it. It's a two-play epic um, uh, by Tony Kushner about um, AIDS, about angels, about um, vicious politicians, about amazing gestures of humanity and compassion. It's it's a beautifully, as you say, messy but precise piece. It's a, yeah. a, 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 um, an incredible um, thing, and it does it does. Go from very, very small, intimate scenes around a hospital bed to the heavens opening. <laughs> you ca- when you start thinking about something on that scale, is that liberating? Is it intimidating? Yeah, it is. How do
1: you, it think? you know, because I think the most difficult thing is to be doing, you know, to have a text that doesn't have atmosphere in it. Really, um, it's like when you when you are designing, you think, oh, the light, the lighting design is going to make all that bit marvelous. Well, that's that's a you know it's not really like that um it's not it so this play is stuffed with atmosphere i mean it 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 kind of you know it leaps off the page at you i had seen the original declan production you know declan and nick um i'd I seen play that, 1 yeah. and um you know it 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 really stayed in my head mm-hmm. uh chunks of it even though i only saw it once and i don't think i read it again you know it just it it it, it yeah, it's 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 uh Sears itself on you. I also think it's, you know, it's about America. It's as as big as that. You know, Marianne quite early on, because I was obsessed with uh, the history of gay culture, you know, and I thought the opening should be, you know, in the rear dock, like in the rear stage, it should be. You, know, you recreate Studio Fifty Four, right. and then and then go through the AIDS crisis up to eighty five. You know, right. I mean, maybe so you you, know. put
0: Ameri- you put New York on stage.
1: Well, you put, you know, the the social history of gay um, on stage. You yeah. know, and Marianne quickly said, "Ian, I don't think it's just about gay." You know, and and she's right, of course. It's yeah. it's you know, whereas I was, well, whatever. It's 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 uh, it's bigger than that, um, and how great you yeah. know it's it's sort of irrefutable um that uh you know a queer thing is in the center of uh a great American play mm-hmm. and, you know yeah. and we, we' you know there have been lots of very fine brilliant uh gay American playwrights, but um to just put the queer thing right in the middle of it yeah um is you know of course back in ninety whatever that was uh extraordinary now you know, it's nearly carved out of territory in which we would think, yeah, well, so what, you know, why wouldn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, One of the things we've we've asked you to do um, for this podcast, there are very few rules, but we have asked everybody to bring in three objects or images, something from um, your childhood, a cherished production image or reference, um, and something which is a sense of place, uh, landscape, a building, something which suggests the power of, of, of space and place. So I wondered if, Mr Ian McNeil, we could start with the rather delightful photo. We have yeah. something very much from your childhood.
1: Well, I've, d- I've, d- I've made a mistake in that I, I've only brought two things <laughs> and I forgot the middle one, the third. <laughs> but um, We can uh, look something up. We, well, five. I'll talk about it. Um, <laughs> This is. I'm holding it in my hand. It's a photograph from the '60s. It's even got a serrated edge, um, which is a reference uh, younger listeners will wonder about. Um, (laughs) uh, And it's. uh, I yeah. It 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 um. It's my aunt and uncle's front room in uh, Halifax, Nova Scotia, in uh, the '60s, and. Four of us. Well, there's five figures in it, but uh, me my sister and my two cousins are dressed for Halloween, and I am about five. And I only kind of know about this because there's an accompanying letter from my aunt to my dad, saying uh, that Kathy came as a princess. Kathy's my sister. Ian H, who's my cousin, came as a tramp, and Daphne, who was a toddler, is is a pig, a lady pig. Um, but I chose to come as an old lady, and I have a white stole um, and a large kind of picture hat. totally dear. Um And I don't know what's around my neck, but probably a necklace, um, and I've got a bag. And I'm very happy, you know. That um, is a, a mile-wide smile. It is. I look very... <laughs> right you know yeah. and and i'm also framed bang in the center i don't know how i managed that but like my my smiling mouth that looks like it has lippy on it is is if you drew a line between the corners my mouth would be at the point where the lines intersected um so yeah job done happy yeah um, absolutely. young queer kid feeling totally um right yeah and everybody seems fine about it you know i I lo- you know, obviously I love all that about it, but the um, the room is also, you know, it, it's very resonant to me. We lived with them for a couple of years mm-hmm. um, while my dad was divorced, bless him, and, you know, uh, and then he remarried. Um, so this is, you know, mid-60s, Halifax, Nova Scotia. And it, you know, it's sort of, it could be the 50s because my aunt and uncle didn't have a lot of money. and. Yeah you know, that's what you did. Um, I'm sure they had less money when they had, you know, to, to all of us them. to yeah. be with them, you know, all that. And, um, and we never noticed or cared, um, but it's, you know, it, it's, it, it's, well, it's, you know, it, it, there's nothing pretentious about it. Mm-hmm. Um, we all, you know, presumably we all obsessed around madmen, um, and I, you know, I, before I, I was slow to catch up with it. My brother literally sent me a text saying, oh, my God, Wong Kar Wai has made a documentary of our lives, and cast it with some better-looking people. <laughs> and, I mean, and, and you know, he's he's not prone to exaggeration, my brother really. You know, it it it, it did look like Wong Kar did it, but it was, you know, I mean, there were chunks of it. They're like, oh my god, that's... and what did it really well, start flooding? You down? know, the whole thing is is obviously. I read a good piece in the LRB that just said which it might have been taken from the Times, I don't know, the New York Times, I don't know, anyway, James Meek, I don't know, yeah. really good piece about it. And he said, he complained about the fact that it brings up issues that it then doesn't resolve and, mm-hmm. you know, it sort of makes it feel like any of the civil rights issues that are raised were kind of dealt with nicely as opposed to making clear that those things were only addressed because those groups stamped, stomped and shouted and, yeah. you know, Raised hell until they were addressed. Nonetheless, what it is essentially is the camera, metaphorically at the eye line of a child, and a child, you know, in these yes. in, in in these years, you know, who's who for whom adults are, you know, at that aspect. Yeah. And God knows, in the sixties, suffused with a glamour because the the adult look was so streamlined and. Gorgeous, yeah. you know what you did with your hair, and you know the little sort of natty dresses. Yeah. You know they're, they're so kind of barely. You know I I, I I'm not much of a costume designer, but they, you know, it 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 makes everyone look like a drawing of an adult. That's what those clothes do. Yes, and they so they look like adults, but you know nobody's an adult until they really are. So it's it's that it's that it's that child's view of like. They, they seem other, you know. I, 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 I mean, that, that, the, really, the whole article kind of led to that point where it just said the, the strength and the weakness of this is that, is that the eye line kind of stays metaphorically at the level of a child. It doesn't yeah. kind of, you know... It, he's exaggerating, but nonetheless. Mm-hmm. So the point is made, and I... Um, it, there's something about Mad Men where, because of eBay now, you can find the right, you know, drinking glass yes. that's the second half of 1965, if yeah. you had money and bought drinking glasses every few months, <laughs> as opposed to the first half of 1965. Mm. You know, I mean, you really can do that. Yes. And so it's like flicking through, you know, it's, it's as if you can, you know, just get your Sears catalogue or your other catalogs and just, you know, just yeah. point and, and then it appears. Yes. Um,
0: but also what I love that, that you said about um, the house, which is exactly right, and it's always really interesting to think about in in terms of design, is people don't buy drink buy their whole yeah. lives at one moment. They don't refresh their all. However, I'm go- I am now going to
1: say that there was this day in this year in which my sister and I travelled from this house, um, and you can see the kind of you know this kind of. Um, uh, you know, pretend brickwork around the fire, um, and flounce on a you know armchair, um, and a waggly cord on a um, you know small table lamp on a rickety table. Yeah. Um, I'm exaggerating, but you know, but these are these are sort of you know one would it'd be very it'd be very difficult to find those objects and kind of make the mélange of it. Yeah. Although there is a moment in Madden when a camera kind of pans across their their tv den which which is obviously so carefully kind of arranged as in it's not the furniture that that your guests are going to see necessarily and Mm -hmm. it does look like this i mean there's a you know a rug on a on a sofa and i had to kind of pause there you know and just kind of do some (laughs) fucking excuse my excuse my language do some therapy on the rug because i'm like oh my god here comes you know wave of childhood based on soft furnishings but i sort of believe in that i think when things are happening to you you know, you, you do fall into the wallpaper. You do, you know, it, it, yeah. the, 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 those, those things are, um, those patterns are saturated with stuff. And I'm, you know, it's, it's, it's strange that I'm not a costume designer because I'm obsessed with sort of fabrics and patterns. But I'm not a costume designer, you know, I'm really not very good at it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, emotion through soft furnishings, I, 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 I do believe in it quite strongly. Yeah. Um, and... My dad remarried, and in one day, my sister and I got on a plane, and then we went to Manhattan, where he now was, where everything had been bought right. in the previous two weeks. And, you know, I was awake in the night, and the smell of new carpet, you know, uh, haunts me, because yeah. this this was our, our different life. And, it, you know, we kind of traveled a decade in that hour that it took to get from Halifax to New York, because in this picture, we're somewhere in, you know, the sort of, if you pointed at it, you'd, you'd say, well, I think it's sort of 56. Mm-hmm. They probably bought their furniture in 56, 57. Well, that's roughly when they got married. Um, and so, you know, and then we went to something 10 years later. And and it was, you know, metaphorically, it might as well have been Jackie Onassis's revamp of the <laughs> of the White House. You know, yeah. it was kind of stark and white and um, you know, it was Manhattan. Yeah. Um, and my dad had a, you know, a posh job at NBC. And yeah. And could you um, still be the
0: little kid dressing up as an old lady and
1: being... Well, no, but that's an age thing. You know, that's like yeah. it's, it's permissible for a five-year-old little boy in 1960, whatever, to do it. Um, a seven-year-old boy, it becomes more of an issue. Right. Whatever, it's so <laughs> boring. You know, luckily, fewer and fewer five- and six-year-old boys... Or living that way, la mm. la la. <laughs> um, yeah, and and you know, and my dad bought me a Pollock's toy theatre, like you know, you know, and and really? yeah, you know, and oh, I obsessed around it. I mean, just that obsessed. Is and um, yeah, it's that that you know. It, did it, it come with yeah, productions? Yeah, yeah, it did. What, it did. What, what did you have? Can you remember? Uh, but they're still you can still buy the same ones. Yeah. a Cinderella, Blue Beard, or Black Beard. I can't remember it, the pirate. Mm-hmm. Um, God, those are the ones I remember. We made A Wind in the Willows years later. Um, yeah, but the in the end, I had to make a puppet theatre. Um, and so many designers make puppet theatres uh, mm. because you control everything. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you're, you're, it's, it's the mise-en-scene. You know, that's that's what designers do. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, what does it feel like? Well, it feels like what it looks like so you know um and you know I was it I was about my my next you know my other picture kind of relates to my uh late teenage years when I realized that I wasn't an actor but I wanted to be a designer mm-hmm. and you know, it's odd, because in, in, in these years, I knew perfectly well that I wanted to make theatre, but but in the kind of intervening years, I thought theatre was made by actors. And, of course, if an actor's any good, they stand in the centre of it, and they it's their job to make it look like they're generating it, you yeah. know? And um, so, yeah, there were some, you know, strange years in the middle where, at school, I really thought I was, you know, and I acted in plays. And, I you know, I loved it. But then I went to the O'Neill School, um, which is in... Uh, Gosh, where is it? It's where uh, O'Neill had. It's called. It's it's the O'Neill Institute, the O'Neill Center, where um, several things go on. um, But it's on the site where uh, O'Neill's family had the house that uh, Long Day's Journey is set in.
0: Right? Could Um, you feel the? mm, Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, it's you know, it's it's New England. It's the Atlantic. It's you know. Yeah. um, It's not. I mean, it's not the actual house, but it's. um, yeah it's it's i mean I was in American college and um you know it was a great great course and uh you know uh it you have to do everything and and i you know so you had to do design and and I thought oh you know gosh I'm better at that or I just you know it that I, that that suits me in that it's um it's what all of this is it's mise en scène yeah. it's it's what's the experience the audience is having I'm not yeah. a good enough actor to affect that but I can have a go at at channeling, you know, making people feel things based on what they look like. You know, that's that's the job, really. Um, And um, so, it's emotion is is there beyond conceptual uh, ideas. Well, yeah, well, of course, because that's how we experience things, you know. And um, yeah, you want you want people to feel things. That's the point. Yeah, that's what a play. I mean, yes, a plays a vehicle of ideas, but um, they're conveyed by means of emotion, I think. You know, by, yes. by what things feel like. Yeah. Um, uh,
0: yeah. So kind of casting the furniture, as it were, almost as you might enact it. To
1: Absolutely. Have... Yeah. yeah, the nuance of, of why this against that and the juxtaposition. I think juxtaposition, I mean, that day I described in the mm. 60s when we moved in a decade, yeah. through a decade, um, in an hour, <laughs> that... You know that's juxtaposition. That's that's um, you know, I mean, and yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what is the the second? Well, the, I mean, the second <laughs> is a missing object, object. you know, yes. which I
1: failed to bring, that's which is fine. very odd. It's but, a but yeah, podcast
0: it, we can uh, all imagine. Yeah, this I mean, I jail.
1: have, I have, and um, I'm proud to say it ought to be at the VNA. as in the VNA owns the model of Inspector Calls. How delightful oh. is that? It makes me very happy. But but literally, the I have the white card model which you know is in sort of pieces um where I drew myself the inside of the house um and and the outside you know the outside's on sort of tracing paper but the inside of the house the furniture I drew well the 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 wall decorations I can see it in my mind's eye there's you know there's that big there's a piece that has two windows which then have curtain on them Um, then there is the grandfather clock then there is the doorway which is just small enough that you have to duck your head to get through it that's the doorway in the centre of the back of the room then there is a little jog in the wall then there is the fireplace with all the Edwardiana stuff all over it and then there's another tiny run of wall which doesn't have decoration on it because then that's that's the interior and obviously there are the doors that open and close but yeah I remember very well um you know 1989 you know drawing that in one in an afternoon um, on my own as I did then drawing board in the corner of the bedroom Um, uh, and I can remember what I was listening to I listened to music when I was drawing and what um, were you listening to? I was listening to my friend Uh, she she's still my best friend she's (laughs) lived in America and she had given me a cassette of herself in Evita as in she was she was playing Avita in uh-huh. a, a tour of Avita uh, in America. And I was listening to her, uh, you know, listen to it and her, you know, this is sort of a mic held up in the, yeah. in the orchestra pit. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, sometimes you're just channeling it. It mm-hmm. happens very rarely, but sometimes you are just channeling it and, no you know, wonder
0: that, you could access that kind of grandeur and that scale if, if a veto was. A, well, you know, don't knock If she'd it. been it, in sometime, it, 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 it would have been yeah, a that's, very that's, different that,
1: show. Absolutely, yeah, 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 um, yeah. It's. I mean, I, I do believe in that very strongly. I yeah. mean, Chris Oram, who I presume you're interviewing as well, he um, he made the model. Oh really? He, yeah, he was. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah and oh, and wow. he, you know, and he, I would bicycle over there with drawings and you know and he would he'd say you know do you do opera and I said oh I don't really he said well you don't need to do opera because look at this You know, <laughs> yeah. and I thought yeah well too right yes. you know I really don't believe in this false divide yeah. I just think you know scenery in a play should mm-hmm. give you the same sugar rush hit that you have from scenery in a musical or yeah. scenery in an opera I mean what's the difference you know it's it's I mean I know you know it's well yeah I just think i think those are those are kind of boxed in cliches about mm. what kind of things you're likely to feel yeah. uh, in any one of those things It's theater and theatre's good or it's not you yeah. know and um the you know the the epic and the baroque and the magisterial and the la 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 why aren't they in mm. a play you know why are they the preserve of of um apparently of opera houses you know yeah. it's it's I mean I know you know these these aren't new ideas but and I I think, think we should say that for
0: anyone who hasn't seen it that uh, an inspector calls it's a 1940s play by uh, JB Priestley often would I suppose have been designed in a very kind of set in a very drawing roomy drawing room um, very naturalistic um, quite boxy in that way um, but this production that you and, and Stephen Daldry did um, at the national but you First, did it
1: at, uh, we, at York.
0: At York, yeah, um, exploded the play in, <laughs> very literally, but but in a way which meant that it meant more.
1: That it it felt that well, it mattered. Well, it, it only <clears throat> um, several things. I mean, we were young and ambitious. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was Marianne Manushkin. You know, as ever, there was always. In this country, there's always one European that we're all obsessing around, and, <laughs> and <coughs> you know, at uh, trying time. to kill yeah. and <laughs> ripping off and uh, bumping into each other in front of the shows of. Uh, and in that era, it was Ariane Minushkin And uh, Stephen described a, you know, he'd seen a Richard the Third, which in which there were horses, and you know, the horses were up to their. You know, whatever that bit of a horse is, <laughs> chest in water, and it was all you know it was a kind of maze. Mm. You know, and the great thing about those shows is you almost get more out of them because when someone tries to act them out for you, depending on who it is, than seeing them. I mean, you know, I would love to have seen that show, but nonetheless, you know, people, someone describes Peter Stein's Hairy Ape. I never saw it, but yeah. you know, they they kind of acted out for you, and they act out the scenery and your brain's on fire and you know uh it comes out in another way and so i i believe in all that very strongly anyway so you know he'd talk about that and you know we didn't have a maze or horses and it's not richard the third but but it's the same spirit of of you know how do you give expression to this thing how do you yeah how do you so yeah, it's it that's that's why it's like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, because because we, you know, gobbled up enough Ariane Minushkin and Peter Stein and, and that's what we came up with. And yeah.
0: yeah. but applied it to the archetypal mid century British play. I mean that's yeah. Did you I mean you never know when you're working on something. What resonance it's going to have, how it's going to be received by an audience. But did you? When did you get a sense that? that
1: Well, I, I didn't. You know, uh, Stephen was smarter about it, and, you know, uh, I mean, God knows, it was his idea that the house tips and, you know, vomits itself on the street, and I really probably said, oh no, I think that's a bit vulgar, you know. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, you know. So uh credit to him and and I remember, you know, getting it on in York, Theatre Royal was the struggle that it was. And but and and we were we'd done a preview, we hadn't done a preview. It's probably like one preview or something before you opened. Yeah. You no, know, or we were in a tech or something and, you know, we were wandering around York at night, which in my memory looks like those amazing photographs of uh, Oxford at night you know there's kind of the, there's some, some photographers that, you know it's just yeah. single source lighting all that gothicness anyway and he said it's going to work It's oh my god it really is an idea it's really going to work and I didn't really you know I was working to rep at the time and no discredit to rep but I didn't you know I, I didn't think on that scale I didn't you know meaning yeah I wanted to do good shows that people talked about but I, I you know I didn't I didn't see the kind of oh my god the idea of really really works thing <laughs> um, uh, you know And bless him he did mm. like yeah, yeah
0: is it still easy to hold on to that kind of sense of excitement
1: well um, you, you, you get it now and again I mean I think when you're young it's kind of flooding through you all the time and, and work is you know work is you require so much of your work in your 20s and <laughs> we were um when you're older you don't you sort of find some of that elsewhere in your life Mm. frankly um well one hopes to and I'm lucky to have done that so you know um no it's it's different um I mean hence you know doing less shows but trying to enjoy them at the same intensity um you know but but you know I'm I'm in my 50s I'm not in my 20s it is it is different Mm. um
0: yeah it is yeah um one of the things that Tom Scott who's uh, brainchild the design festival is, is one of the things he's really interested in is a sense the sense of a community of designers, I think, because um, as he says, on the whole, designers work alone or you you know you are someone's assistant or you have your assistant, but you're not altogether sure how everybody else does what they do, what it is they're doing. do, do you have a sense of a, I really a, do. a
1: community? I um I mean for instance, I you know, around the time we were doing Inspector first time around, you know, I was very aware of Tom Cairns, mm-hmm. um, Anthony Macdonald, um I think about um you know, Sunday in the Park with George, which they did uh at I mean they were designers at that point, designers who worked together yeah um you know, but I saw several of their shows and I was you know deeply excited and and the fact that it wasn't in a book, the fact that they weren't foreign, the fact that you know it's it, it, it's, it's like yeah. they're they're up the road working you know yeah. and um and that's a really big deal um mm. i think and the Eno was doing extraordinary stuff. You know, David Fielding. You know, all that 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 you know, Maria Bjornsson, yeah. Philip Prowse. You know, these are very. Uh, one is standing on their shoulders. You know, some of them are particularly older than me, but but I was aware of them. You know, while I was forming my taste, um, and. You know, the idea that you would get invited into that world was beyond exciting. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, we did. Inspector Mia Bjornson wrote us a note saying, "I thought it was fantastic. Thank you, well done, and do more." You know, and you just you just think, God, I, you know, I think I think you're great, and <laughs> and now you like something I've done. You know, and he just. You know, and Jocelyn Herbert said nice things about Mackinal. You know, I, I knew Jocelyn, you know, slightly because the court and stuff. You know, yeah. and you just think, bloody hell! You know, this um, all one wanted was to be let in. You mm. know, um, it, to just join to to be to be allowed to do it. Mm. And I like to. I really try to hold on to that. To hold on to the. The, you know the the adolescent kind of longing yeah. to 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 get to do it, you know, um, because that you know that's a vulnerable thing, and designers have to work far too hard, and they are very badly paid for the amount of work that what they do requires, and that you know that sense of uh, gosh, aren't I lucky to get to do this? Can oh, I'm so sorry, it's my phone. Can can. Um, you know can can fade or can be can be damaged you know at, at the industry, not the industry that's a horrible word but no one's going to look after your little artistic soul but you yeah um and it's you know it's it, it, so uh i forgot where i was going with that but yeah you know that's,
0: it's and so, so the, the, that sense of a community kind of feeding it and nurturing I, that, that I little I gobbled soul. up,
1: well, I mean, and this book is part of that, you yeah. know, and I did it in America, I, I sort of, I was an assistant in America for two years after I yeah. finished, uh, you know, training here, I, you know, I, I gobbled up what other people did, I just, you know, and then did my version of it, you know, and... Uh, how do you get better? Well, you rip off the people you think are great. And if hopefully you're any good, it comes out as something different, you yeah. know. It, it just, I really um, believe in that. So, um, Can you remember the first thing you
0: worked on where it, you thought, yeah, this feels like me? It's not just a... Well, thing. I
1: remember when I, when I was being an assistant in the States... And I worked for some really good people. There were, as it happened, there was a great pool of designers, and they'd they'd come out of, and they were all you know old enough and <clears throat> experienced enough to have assistants. Um, they'd all come out of uh, the New York Shakespeare Festival. You know Joe Pap. Mm. That's where they got their training, really, and their chance. Um, and so you know I worked for David Mitchell. I mean these names aren't known here, and they should be. I mean they're bloody good. David Mitchell, Santo Laquasto. Um, those are the two I worked for in the kind of eighteen months. But um, I went with a portfolio to see Ming Chou Lee, who teaches taught until recently at Yale, and you know he um, he said, "Well, you're not really ready to work for me because your skills aren't. You know, your kind of technical skills aren't. But I'll I'll give you a bit of training." And so he did a project with me. Wow! Bless him. You know, That's I, funny. I know it just you know extraordinary. And he. Um, you know, it was glass menagerie, um, and I remember, uh, you know, we were wrestling with something, and he reproportioned a window, and I had this hot feeling in my stomach of like, no, it needs to be my proportions, and that was, you know, and I bless that because I just think that's, you know, it, 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 the, the, the younger pe- young designers have to kind of wrench, you know, they have yeah. to they have to. Uh, I mean, Peter Hall died recently, and you know, I am I am in a generation that needed to find fault with Peter Hall to to be able to get on with it, you know. Yeah. Um, and I I don't really apologise for that because he created a world in which I can take the national completely for granted, and I don't take the national completely for granted. As in, I I respect you know. You only have to read the diary, his mm. diaries, which are you know brilliant. Yeah. Uh, to 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 think, yeah, you know, this isn't. It, this was carved out in the face of massive resistance. Mm. Um, but nonetheless, as a kind of developing young, you know, theatre wannabe, I I would go and see Peter Hall shows and think, oh, I could do better than that. Right and that's my job. Yes. That's what it's supposed to be. Absolutely. And I certainly hope there are young people looking at my stuff going, oh, <laughs> that's all very well, but, you know, get out of my way. And, yeah. you know, that's the point. That's the point. Yeah. Um but the designers, I didn't, I mean, some I could, you know, there's some I didn't particularly like, but all those ones I've named, I mean, mm. I revered them. I, mm. I really, I I fed off what they did. They were like parents to me, you know, yeah. my artistic self. I just, you know, just <laughs> absolutely. And I can, you know, I can evoke all that, you know, in a heartbeat, um, yeah. meaning I channel it still, really, really. Um, you know, the kind of, the, 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 the you, you know, there wouldn't be an Inspector Calls if it weren't for Philip Prouse. Mm. There wouldn't be. Yeah. Um, or Emir Bjornsson. Yeah. There probably wouldn't be Emir Bjornsson apart from Philip, you know, if there weren't a Philip Prouse. Yes. You know, and there wouldn't be a Philip Prouse if it weren't for that Italian designer whose name I can't name. You know, I mean, it just, it's, it's, that's the point. It's yeah. the, it, it's, you know, it's, it's a long lineage and um, it, but, you know, uh, thank God there were kind of great people around to, to rip off and feel <laughs> inadequate next to and all of that I just think, you know
0: And I think the book you brought in um, is um, another another branch of the family tree Well, I are. mean, I wish, you know,
1: this is Varense <laughs> Aronson who just um, he he started out he didn't work with Meyerhol, he's Russian mm-hmm. Russian origin, um, didn't work with Meyerhol quite, but he, but he as near as damn it, um, he was in that you know uh, that era of theatre education um, in in Russia. So that's not that you know that's Meyerhold, yeah. but those are his. Those are Aronson's. You know these constructivist drawings for costumes. Oh, uh, that is his first English language. You know, it's there's there's one here. His he does he works at the Yiddish theatre when he moves to America. Moves yeah. to America doesn't speak any. Um, doesn't speak any uh, English, you know, and just.
0: And what's um, incredible is that this is a vision that ends up on Broadway.
1: Well, you know, this is like the inside of someone's mind. That's that's. Oh. It's not on Broadway. It's, I mean, that's that's the great tension: is that yeah. you know, it took him so long to to be credited. This is a, 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 a subway that in which dreams happen. A subway uh, car in which dreams happen. This is look the exploded house. I mean, oh. this is in the. 30s, he's doing that, which then sort of becomes Fiddler, uh, yes. 30 years later on Broadway. Um, yeah, it's the inside of someone's brain, you know, and there it is built on stage. Oh, you know, it's just it's 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 a great thing. But yeah. you know, he was sort of patronized mm-hmm. um, for years because he was messy. You know, uh, you'd go to his studio and you couldn't find a paintbrush that wasn't you know <laughs> encrusted <laughs> stubble. Yeah. You know. Um, he he barely knew what a ground plan was, you know, mm-hmm. but he was a pretty genius, you know. And and the great thing is that, um, you know, uh, they... Well, the great thing is that when Hal Prince has ingested half the German theatre in the 50s and 60s and got of Lenya over and, you know, when he wants to some of that mm. um, he gets Boris to do it with him you know so Cabaret uh, Fit on the Roof for God's sake you know uh, Zorba the Greek you know I mean these are kind of on one in, in our eyes they're naff old shows well you know not so naff as yeah. it turns out because there are ones in here you'd be very excited to see those on stage now um because it doesn't, you know, it sort of doesn't happen a lot Um, you know, and there's some ones I don't care about, but oh my god (laughs) you know, and then of course there is this kind of incredible 1970s where, you know, when uh, Sondheim gets into his stride Mm. and does this string of shows that we're all still reacting to. (laughs) I mean, it's sort of unbelievable, you know, there's Company, then there's Follies, then there's Can't Remember, then there's night Music, music. then there's uh, there's another one in there, what is it? I'm looking up. I mean, there's one more, Uh, um, Pacific Overtures. Of course. For God's sake. (laughs) That's ten years. That is ten years. And the point, and the point is that You know, Boris is ready. Mm. I mean, and how Prince is ready. You know, they just have the level of expression at their fingertips. Yeah, and so it's just you know it's just there. Yeah, and um, you know how amazing. And you know, I kick myself because I was in America, and we moved back to America in like '75, Mm -hmm. and. Pacific Overtures was on Broadway, and I was like, oh, but it's a musical, (laughs) so I won't. (laughs) I went to the theatre all the time. Can you imagine the shitty little (laughs) attitude I had of, like, oh, but it's a musical? You know, well, Well, more fool me. I've been, you know, I've been ripping it off ever since. So my favourite is the original production of Follies, because it, you know, if it is a place, it's... It's what an empty theater feels like, and of course, how do you how do you do an empty theater? We all know what an empty what we you know, you know yeah. in our minds. We do. On the other hand, he has worked out that it's a party, and a party is experiential, as in you're talking to this group of people. There's a crowd. You walk through here. You you know, a party is you know uh, is 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 epi- you experience a party episodically. There may be one moment when. You know, there's one event happening and everybody's witnessing it, mm. as in, you know, the, the walk down um, of, you know, beautiful girls. Yes. But that's kind of it. There's one moment. The rest of it is experiential, as in you're wandering around a party that, you know, is full of people. Yeah. Or when it goes mad and you're in four different people's heads, mm. there are four numbers one, two, three, four, no dialogue in between. Yeah. And he's, it's, he's worked out that these platforms, A, he's made a rickety stage you know he's got moving scenery on an unstable stage um he's got 70-year-old women going up and down platforms that have no railings on them um and and when it goes to loveland he's he's managed to create a fan in the floor so those 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 constructivist empty you know into infinity platforms yeah. then make a fan which completes and completes that fan, so then you have a classic Michael Bennett circle. You know, and this this show is like three minutes before Chorus Line, yeah. as in it prefigures Chorus Line and so it, it, you know, the, the, the circle is the, famous in Chorus Line is here, yeah. and also you know that uh, Michael Bennett, you know Boris was like old, I mean mm. Boris died very shortly after this, he didn't get to do... Uh, he, and he did Night Music, and that was his last show. <laughs> and he died, and, you know, he wasn't around to do Sweeney Todd. Yeah. Um, not Night Music, uh, Pacific Overchore was probably his last show. Anyway, that young Michael Bennett is, is hanging on the ears of Boris. You know, mm-hmm. they're like this little, you know, because he's, he's trying to plunder yeah. this stuff. And you don't get chorus line, as in, I can do an entire musical with nothing as in there is nothing but a white painted line on the floor and I can make you see a musical that, that, that you know physically has no scenery in it. I can create a full evening. Unless you've had Boris doing his bare stage. Yeah. You know, those things are they are what they are. And obviously, you know, Tharon lit this and he underst- he he understood about how to do memory and this light I'm speaking in my head. This light now I'm talking to a real person next to me. This yeah. light I'm speaking but they can't hear me. You know that, the, the, the how to do that with color alone, which she does on chorus line yeah. that's all that's all it comes out of this um, it, I, I, you know it, it has an apotheosis where it you know it goes mad, and there are four <laughs> moments where you know that happens <laughs> then that happens well here it is you know and it's i mean you can watch it on YouTube because mm-hmm. there were people who felt compelled to sit in the audience with cine cameras in their laps. Illegitimately filming it, you know. I mean, and, and why not? It is you a know. tribute,
0: isn't it? It is. Just,
1: you know, this is this stunning moment where withheld, withheld, withheld. Oh my God, there it all is, and yeah. then it sort of you know regroups and regroups, and then and then it goes back to nothing at the end. I mean, yeah. it, it it's I just it it I I adore it because it's it's there and it's not there, mm. um, and it it makes you see things without actually physically putting them there and I think that is a major achievement and he's a master of you know, the figure in the space um, just geniused at it so you photograph it without people in it it doesn't look like anything you yeah. photo- put one person on it and it, ign- it ignites yeah. um, and what's
0: also fantastic of course about theatre is that you can carry in your head photos and set models and illegitimately filmed cinema film and and what have you um, and of course your own memories of being uh, of, of seeing a show but they're all a bit partial aren't they unlike other perhaps art forms there's no there's no kind of eh, well it's kind of YouTube stuff
1: before stuff. YouTube yeah. you know, in that you know I've got a friend who's in his 80s he will you know in the 90s he went to see South Pacific uh, at the National And didn't enjoy it. So he's grumping about it. We're sitting in his kitchen. And then he says, I'm going to tell you why it's not right and not good. Because now I'm going to act out for you the moment in the 1940X production when, you know, he comes back and she's sat at the kitchen table. And the simplicity of it and the staging and, you know, what she did and did not do she Mary Martin you know it, it, he, he, he does a bit of it and you're, and you're like oh I get it now I, I didn't see I didn't see the one in the 40s I didn't see the one in the 90s I've never yeah. seen a of South Pacific but I get it because right. it's like an oral tradition it's like yeah. it just it's just you know I have a little bit of that inside me yeah. um, same thing with you know Gertrude Lawrence and Lady in the Dark my dad is a friend who saw it you know and so he kind of he evokes oh yeah well, there's this is bit where the curtain went, and then she was alone and you're like yeah okay I get it I get it you know <laughs> Um, and I love the idea, then, that there are people
0: around the world with little bits of story of Billy Elliot or Inspector Calls or different things that you've done, but it kind of goes out there well, in that no, way. You yeah, know, you wish, it. you know. It,
1: it, but it's, I do think you know, Peter Brook says that the image, the kind of, you know, the, the dead tree and that mm-hmm. you know, the thing... Is part of the kind of trace memory of of going to the theatre, the kind of the mise en scène, the kind of the you know the the what there was is you know the words kind of fade. I mean, you can read them again, you know, but but the kind of the truer enshroudness of it that's inside you, if it's any good, yeah. is 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 a big part of it. Yeah, um, you know, yeah.
0: And for someone working on it, what for, what for you is the pleasure of designing?
1: Um it's the other people really, actually. That's the you know um it's uh yeah, it's making stuff with other people. I mean that that is the greatest joy. Um Yeah. It um you know and, and that, that that includes the writer who you may never meet or something, but but the 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 kind of you know um yeah, the shared activityness
0: of it. Mm. Um, so the little boy with the puppet theatre who enjoyed, but <laughs> the fantasy of controlling everything is it? It's quite easy for you to relinquish I, I, that yeah, impulse.
1: I, you know, maybe I won't go on doing it forever. But I, but that that it it, it it's miserable when that's not there. As mm. in when you're, you know, when you're not enjoying your colleagues. Um, so. And it's complete joy when it is, you know, and 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 the, you know, it's so you struggle hard to find colleagues to, you know, um, share that joy with, um, that that yeah that you know that is my favorite bit. I mean, you know, we did angels and um, I adored the when we tacked the the neon box thing. You know, when that came in, I just thought, oh yeah, you know, this is this is the idea wed to the story, wed to the imagery, wed to, you know, what Paul is doing, wed to the puppetry, wed to the, you know, it's, it's all, um, all forms of expression are required in this moment. You know, for this complex, um, tricky scene with a lot of words in it, actually, we've just, we've, we've, Thrown a lot of theatre at it, in a, but in a really, I hope, really clear way. And to, you know, I just got excited by the when it happened. And you know, it, it just it, it, you know, you have to say with these because they don't happen so often. But mm. I, you know, it it kind of loomed into view, and the neon was wet, but you know, as in it felt wet. Yeah. But Nikki's costume was desiccated. You know, the angel was this bone dry, frightening. Um, you know, William Blake kind of uh, barely alive thing. You know, and, and and that against wet neon, that's a show. You know, and and a, and a you know some soft furnishings on Pryor's bed, carefully chosen. You know, I just think, well, yeah, that that makes me happy. You know, <laughs> it, it just it's it's things against each other and marvelous acting mm-hmm. and you know dancers just breaking your heart with their kind of discipline that you know you, you don't you don't see them because they're just being i mean because they're they've they're elected to not be seen but yeah. they are they, so they, they they are black. they are yeah. they are making her fly you yeah. know and and i just find all that very moving that mm-hmm. that, that that you know clutch of disciplines kind of you know, yeah. rams itself into this tiny space and kind of just just, just does that and makes a thing. Yeah. Um, which is hopefully memorable. I mean that you know and, and meaningful and moving and funny and delightful and, you know, like a musical, like an opera, like a you know, is yes. all it's it, it, it's all those things in one. Like Panto, you know, all of them yeah. you know, <laughs> in in the moment. I yeah. mean that's 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 I feel great about that. yeah. Um, yeah.
0: I I was going to say you can't design that moment. You can't engineer that moment, which is ridiculous given that um, the that what we're talking about is is exactly how you do that. But there is that still that sense of that kind of alchemical sense that this is an experiment that might produce gold or might just kind of make a weird little fizzly smell. Um, there's something exciting about that. Until you do it you don't know if you can
1: do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um and I think all all really good things are are, are teetering on the edge of naff, you know. I mean, it, you know, it's like Prince or something. I mean, it's it's sublime and it's ridiculous in yeah. the same moment, you know, yeah. but it, ju- it just walks the line. Because if you
0: don't uh, risk the ridiculous, you'll never hit the sublime. Well, it's
1: like pop music now, you know. I mean, I'm too old for pop, of course, but, you know, standing around being cool, well, who cares? I, mean, what, what, what is, I know, go out and make a tit out of yourself. I mean, that is proper pop. You know? it's, it's risk something, you know. Yeah. Um, that that seems to me the point. Yeah. Wh- wh- why why am I being required to cross town to go and look at it if, if you haven't risked something, you know? Yeah. Um, why, why would someone leave the house for you know something that isn't on the edge? You know. Mm-hmm. Um. I think that's a rather beautiful place to end. So right. I think Thank you. making a tit of ourselves <laughs> and risking. Yep.
0: That's what we'll do, Ian McNeil. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're it's very been welcome. A joy. All Thank right. You. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to the Donmar on Design podcast series. Visit donmarwarehouse.com to find more podcasts with world-class theatre makers.